Welcome to the preaching podcast of Life Point Church. We're so glad you've joined us here. If you're ever in the Baton Rouge area, please stop by. We'd love to meet you. For more information on our church or Pastor Donovan, please visit our website at golifepoint.com. Randy Abraham and to Kelly Brown for cooking, feeding so many people the jambalaya. It was amazing. Come on, wasn't it? And uh, we'll be cooking next week also, red beans and rice. So many churches donated stuff also. We're not online. We don't have internet. I mean, we're trying, right? Vince, come on, talk detail for me. I, I don't put a call into them. I know everybody's down. Everybody's got struggles. But we're trying to get the internet back up and running. But it's been crazy. So I hope you're okay. If you need something, let us know. We've tried to stay in touch with each of you as best we can. If you need something, let us know. And uh, we'll be happy to help. We've, we've had some teams out doing some work. Exodus 3 is where we're going today. Exodus 3. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt and have heard their cry because of their taskmasters. For I know their sorrows, so I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians. Listen to that, man. I've heard their cry because they were getting beaten. I know their sorrows. I've come down to deliver and bring them up from that land to a good. Everybody say good. And large. Say large. A good and large land. To a land flowing with milk and honey. To the place of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Perizzites and the Hivites and the Jebusites and the Termites and etc. etc. Verse 17. And I have said, I will bring you up out of the affliction of Egypt to the land of the Canaanites and Hittites and Amorites and Perizzites and the Hivites and the Termites and the Jebusites to a land flowing with milk and honey. Today I'm preaching another mystery message. I've enjoyed these. And this is called the mystery of the milk and the honey. The mystery of the milk and honey. What about milk and honey? Why milk and honey? Let's say a prayer. We'll get into it. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for your sweet presence. I pray that you'd speak to our hearts. I pray that you'd meet every need. Encourage those that are discouraged. Father, lift those up who are down. We give you praise for it in Jesus' name. Everybody say amen. God bless you. You may be seated. The Lord offered to bring the children of Israel into a good land, a large land. The idea is you've been in a bad land. You've been in a small land. Hebrew scholars say the word Egypt comes from a word that means a narrow strait, a place with restricted opportunities, with limited potential. That's a bad place. Those kinds of limitations, bad. They bring sorrow. God wanted to bring His people out of that land and into a good and large land, a place that was good and spacious. Psalm 18, 19, the psalmist said, The Lord brought me into a large place, a place with unrestricted opportunities, a place with unlimited potential. That's a good place. And as I was preparing this message, I'm going to the milk and honey, but I felt it so strongly. Somebody in this house, you've been in, in a, a, a lockdown, so to speak. You've been in a place 
where your choices have been restricted, where your choices have been limited. You felt like you couldn't go to the left, you couldn't go to the right, and, and the pressure's just been building. You've not been able to escape, and, and you've been wondering, will I ever get out of this pressure cooker? Will I ever have options in my life again? And I've got a word from the Lord to you. The Lord's going to bring you into a good and a large land. Come on, somebody needs to hear me. The phone's going to ring again. The offers are going to start rolling in. The contracts are going to get inked. The settlement's going to come through. That relationship is going to be fixed. You will have opportunities come your way again. Somebody's about to get liberated, and the tide is about to turn. What you praising for that? Can you? I believe it with all my heart. Hallelujah. You're going to have a fire in your belly again. You're going to have a passion for the Lord again. You've wondered, will I ever get it back? That zeal that I had when I first got saved, I'm going to tell you something. Somebody's first love is about to come to life once again, and you're going to walk faithfully and with energy again in your witness, in your walk, in your testifying for the Lord Jesus. Man, I feel that. I feel that so strong. Now, now the, the word milk is in your Bible some 50 times. The word honey, a little less. But they're in there together some 20 times. Milk and honey. They're used in tandem to describe a place, a piece of real estate, a plot of land that's said to flow with milk and honey. Milk, at least the kind that we're accustomed to drinking, and I think what's referred to here, for the most part, milk comes from cows. Cows need vegetation, and they need plenty of it. A cow will eat 25 to 3% of its body weight a day. So if a cow weighs 1,000 pounds, it's going to eat 25 to 30 pounds of grass per day. That's over 10,000 pounds of grass per year per cow. A thousand head of cattle would be consuming some 25 to 30,000 pounds of grass per day. That's 10 million plus pounds of grass per year. I'm not a cattleman. But let's just say two-thirds of your herd uh, is cows. A dairy cow can produce up to seven and a half gallons of milk per day, at least from my research uh, and it, that I dug around on. So you're looking at 5,625 gallons of milk per day with those 1,000 cows. If you had a 10,000 head of cattle and had 75 100 cows, you're looking at almost 60,000 gallons a day. A land that could provide that kind of richness, are you with me? Uh, it, it's it's got to be lush. There's got to be plenty of grass, plenty of vegetation, plenty of water, good soil, a good climate. And, and that kind of lusciousness, is that a word? Lushness, lusciousness. Whatever. You know what I'm saying. That, that kind of land would also provide a lot of pollen 
for bees. Bees. From my research, the average grain of pollen is 0.5 to 1 gram per milliliter. That's the way they worded it. That's tiny. The average hive can collect up to 100. Don't Google me right now. Some of you are like, I don't know about that. Don't Google me. I already Googled it. Here's the results. The average hive uh, can collect up to 100 pounds of pollen in a single season. And from that, they'll produce 60 pounds or more of honey. So to collect that amount of pollen, again, the land has to be rich it's it the, for the for the honey to be flowing there's got to be a lot of bees and the land has to support that the lord said he would bring his people into a land that was flowing with milk and honey the hebrew word for flow means to gush to run freely it's this overabundance so for there to be milk gushing and honey gushing we're talking about a land that is rich a land that is lush, a land that is filled with everything that's needed to produce everything that's good. That's what the writer is meaning in this. In your Bible, milk and honey, it's an idiom that speaks of the goodness of the Lord. Come on, how many of you have tasted and seen that the Lord is good? It speaks of the blessings of the Lord, the favor of God. God said, I'm going to bring you to a place where my goodness, my blessing, my favor is flowing and gushing and overabundant in your life. Now, I've got to say something right here. If God would do that for his people under a lesser covenant, wouldn't he do at least that for those of us in a better covenant with the same God? Yes, he would do the same and more. And I'm telling you, God is getting ready to bring us into a place that is flowing with milk and honey in your life, in my life, in our church, in our businesses, in our relationships. God's concerned with every aspect of our lives. And we're entering a season that is going to flow with the milk and the honey, flow with the blessings of the Lord, flow with the favor of God. And I'm ready to go there, aren't you? Hallelujah. I'm ready to go there. It's a flow that this old world will take notice of. That's the way God's always worked. Listen to this. Listen how he's worked with his covenant people and the impact it's had on a world looking in. Deuteronomy 28. Is this all right? Are you with me? Isn't this exciting? Good. All right. And all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you. Because you obey the voice of the Lord your God, blessed shall you be in the city, Baton Rouge, New Orleans, and blessed shall you be in the country, French settlement, the woods of LP, St. John, St. Charles, St. John the Baptist parishes. Blessed shall you be. In the country, blessed shall be the fruit of your body, the produce of your ground, the increase of your herds, the increase of your cattle, the offspring of your flocks. Blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Blessed shall you be when you come in 
And blessed shall you be when you go out. The Lord will cause your enemies. Just because you're blessed don't mean you don't have enemies. The Lord, though, will cause your enemies who rise up against you to be defeated before your face. They'll come out against you one way, but they'll run away from you seven different ways. The Lord will command the blessing on you in your storehouses and in all to which you set your hand. And He will bless you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. God won't that, y'all. The Lord will establish, establish you as a holy people to Himself. Just as he sworn to you, if you keep the commandments of the Lord your God and walk in his ways. Now check this out. When you get to that place, the world notices. Then all the peoples of the earth shall see that you are called by the name of the Lord. And they will be afraid of you. They're not going to know what to do with you. And the Lord will grant you plenty of goods in the fruit of your body, in the increase of your livestock, in the produce of your ground, and in the land which the Lord swore to your fathers to give you. The Lord will open to you His good treasure, the heavens, to give the rain to your land in its season, and to bless all the work of your hand. You shall lend to many nations, but you won't have to borrow. The Lord's going to be looking to you for answers. And the Lord will make you the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath. If you heed the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you today, and are careful to observe them. And my I am statement, if you don't know about that, get my book. I'll give it to you today. If you don't know about that, in my I am statement, at the end, I just, I just say it over myself. People are looking at me and saying, of all people, I never thought it would be you who was so blessed. Some of you need to make that your confession. You just walk. That's why we walk in the Word. Can I say that? That's why we're careful to observe what He sets before us in His book, in His Word. I want to please God. I want to be holy under God. I want to live for God. I'm not trying to earn anything. I'm just trying to, to live in such a way that lets Him know I'm thankful and you're my Lord and you're first. That's a holy lifestyle. If I walk in that Word, He will pour out blessings on me that I cannot contain land flowing with milk and honey that'll be my place that'll be your place come on give him praise right now I love you Lord I love you Lord Woo. the world's watching they're like what in the world are you doing we're all out here with Problems. All of us have problems, but somehow you seem to make it through. Somehow your faith still is still intact. I'm gonna tell you. Can, oh my God! I feel prophetic right now. Hey, I was listening to some preaching. Valerie and I were the last week, and it was it was preaching from years ago, and. And we were listening to it, just enjoying the, the, the ministry of the Lord. And I heard preacher after preacher say that they would say, they would say, man, you, God's going to give us a revival church that's going to blow your mind. One preacher said, church as we've known it, church as usual is over. 
And, and what's funny is 20 years later, it really kind of looked the same. I'm li- we're listening to old preaching, 25, 30, 35 years ago. And, and they're like, church as normal is over. And, and it's like, it, it really didn't change a whole lot, church as normal in those years. I thought, man, if that old fella could be alive right now, church as normal is over. The age, the era of the denominational church and just kind of doing church the way we've done it is quickly coming to an end. But that's okay. That doesn't have anything to do with my walk with God, my relationship with God, my fellowship with God, a land flowing with milk and honey. God can bring honey out of a rock. God can bring honey out of a carcass of a lion. God can bring good things in bad places to his people. I promise you, church as usual is over. And I want to walk into the blessing and favor of God, even in these challenging in times amen oh my goodness I gotta hurry I gotta hurry Mm. when you follow the Lord Jesus when you let him be your shepherd the psalmist said surely goodness and mercy gonna follow me I follow him his goodness and mercy is gonna follow me in the New Testament these signs follow them that believe you follow Jesus Signs are going to follow you. In my name, they'll cast out demons. There'll be a, a, a dominion in the spirit realm. And, and, and the mystical side of Christianity, we've dumbed it down so much, Christians don't even believe in the devil. But if you believe in Jesus, you've got to believe in the devil because Jesus believed in the devil. If you don't believe in the devil, you don't believe the same way Jesus believed. Well, Jesus defeated the enemy. Oh, yeah. And the devil opposed the first church, the New Testament church, and still does. But these signs follow those that believe. In my name, they'll cast out demons. They'll speak with new tongues. They'll lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. And on and on and on. God's drawing us, church, to a place where we're following closely with him, and he's leading us into a place that flows with milk and honey. Would you close your eyes with me? Lift your hands. Can you say, God, lead me. Jesus, just lead me. Say it in your own way. Just lead me, Father, into a place that flows with milk and honey. I want to be used by you. I want to be used for you, God. Break something in my life, God. Shift something in my life. Help me to be the man that you've called me to be. Help me to be the woman you've called me to be. Help me to live for you. Use me, God. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So what's the mystery of the milk and honey? Milk. Milk. Klein Peter Dairy, thank God for them. Klein Peter family, they, they're into everything, right? I've never milked cows before. I remember hearing my grandmother talk about milking cows. They'd milk their cows every morning and every evening. Modern farms milk their cows four or five times a day. Every day. Calves feed five or six times a day every day. Here's the point. There's always milk. There's, there's all, unlike this right here, I, I can pour out all this milk and, and, and there wouldn't be any more in this little jug. But here's the deal. 
I know where I could get some. I'm going to go to the store. The store is going to get it from the dairy. The dairy is going to get it from the cows. The cows are eating a bunch of grass and feed, and they just, they just do what they do. And the milk just constantly flows. There's always milk. If you milk the cow today, it's not over. You didn't exhaust the supply. You didn't kill the cow, and you certainly didn't diminish the supply. There's more where that came from. You're never going to run out of milk as long as you got cows. It's the same with the honey. Honey comes from, from bees. Here's some honey. And uh, there's, a, there's a bunch of honey in here. A bunch of bees worked really, really hard to get this honey. That, that queen, those workers, those drones, they just never quit day in and day out. I mean, they, when they got enemies attacked their little hive, and they went to work and waxed them in. They waxed those bad enemies in to where they were ineffective. They couldn't mess up their hive. Ain't nothing going to mess my hive up. That's a, some of you need to get that way in prayer. To where when the enemy comes against you, you start going to prayer. And, instead of trying to fix it all yourself, you go to prayer and, and begin to wax that enemy in to where it becomes ineffective in the hive. Amen to that. Those honeys went, th- those honeys, right? Those honeybees. Those honeybees went to work, and that honey just never stopped flowing. For maximum results, you can harvest honey two or three times a year, every year, year in and year out. We had a beekeeper here at LifePoint years ago. I didn't know he was a beekeeper until I was driving down the airline, and somebody started waving at me. I looked over, and in a car next to me is a guy in a full beekeeper outfit, including the face mask on driving his car. you talking about wearing a mask. He was wearing the whole headgear for beekeepers, driving down there, and he's waving at me. And I was like, hey, I know you. I didn't know you were a beekeeper. The deal is, you can go back to that hive after you harvest those 60 pounds of honey because there will be a whole other batch. There's more where that came from. You're never going to run out. And that's the way it is with the blessings of the Lord. Won't you stand with me right now? That's the way it is with the blessings of the Lord. We tend to, to, to get so utilitarian uh, in our thinking. Just, just enough, barely get by. I don't want to ask the Lord for too much. I don't want to ask Him too often. We think He's going to run out of goodness. We think we're going to bankrupt the Lord. Like His supply is is never going to keep up with our demand we tend to see him like we see ourselves like i I got a few dollars and i'm like hey i'm gonna lend you these seven bucks right here and uh you know i i'm i'm scrounging that's all i got but i look at you and i say now that's all i got don't come back and ask it for more that's it that's that's all i can do because i've got a limited supply and when somebody does come back and say, hey, can you give me another seven bucks? I'm like, what do you think I'm made of? Money? Right? No, I can't give you any more. And we're limited, and we put those restrictions on our God. But our God is limitless, and there are no restrictions on His supply. He is the God who is more than enough. The Scripture says He's the El Shaddai. 
His mercies are new every morning. He's rich in mercy. His supply is more than your demand. He can give and give and give and give, and it never diminishes the source. My Bible tells me a man can fall seven times and get up. If you repented of a sin yesterday and you sin today, repent today for crying out loud. There's mercies new every morning. He's not running out of mercy. He's not running out of grace. It's the mystery of the milk and honey. There's always more. There's always more. There's always more. Come on, give him praise. There's always more. There's always more. There's always more. The way we are, you know, when, we, when we've got plenty of it, we're generous. Here, you have some, you have some, that's fine. We've got the milk, we got the honey. But when, the, when it's down, when you're down, you're almost out, right? And they're like, hey, can I have some honey for my tea? Well, I guess, you know, try not to take it all. You know, they turn it upside down, and you hear them over there, and it's like going, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you're like, oh, man, down to the last drop, doggone it, you know. I'm out on, ain't no honey for my tea. That's, that's the way we, we see things. But the Lord is saying, I'm bringing you to a place where the milk and honey is flowing. Somebody say, I'm ready to get in the flow. I'm ready to get in the flow. Where the well never runs dry. Where the mill barrel never runs out of mill. Where the cruise of oil never runs out of oil. A land flowing with milk and honey. Jesus told that broken Samaritan in John 4, Woman, if you knew the gift of God and who I really am, you'd ask from me. My well will never run dry. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My couple, I got so many notes here. I've had two weeks to prepare. That's always dangerous. I'm closing with this. Acts 28. Paul was headed to Rome. He was called to go there. He was driven by the calling, driven by the Holy Spirit. He's headed to Rome. There was a, a storm, a named storm, Eurachlodon, a hurricane. That stirred up, shipwrecked him. He landed on an island. The shipmen didn't even know which island they were on because they came from a side they never went on. That prolonged storm, just they suffered from PTSD. It was, it was a dramatic storm. And they landed on an island. It was the island of Crete. And at that place... Paul experienced an amazing, miraculous, Holy Ghost revival. In this revival, the chief of this island was healed. Many people came to Christ. It was incredible what took place on this island of, of Crete. The Greek word for Crete is a word that means honey. He's on his way to to fulfill his destiny. He gets caught up in a storm he didn't ask for. And the Lord brings him to a place that was flowing with milk and honey. Woo! Some of you, 
You've been on your way and you got hit by a storm, man. You were going to fulfill your destiny and you hit a storm, man, that, that brought you up places you never even thought of, you never even recognized. But you need to understand it's a place that flows with milk and honey. Right where you're at, God's going to begin to bless you and bring you into a place of favor. I believe that with all my heart. That's what I felt the Holy Spirit telling me to tell you. God's going to bring you to a place. You didn't plan on being where you're at, but it's going to be a place that is so powerful that no weapon formed against you will prosper. A snake reached out and bit Paul on that island. He just shook it off in the fire, and God gave him revival. No weapon formed against me will prosper. It's a place powerful where Satan will be crushed under your feet. Under your feet. Amen. Close your eyes with me. Lift your hands to the Lord. Father, I thank you so much for your faithfulness, for your goodness. I've, I've shared what you put on my heart, God, for the last two weeks, Lord. Just the mystery of the milk and honey, it just never runs out. God, may we lift our faith to receive it. May we walk in your word, God, so we can receive it, Father. In Jesus' name. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you were blessed. For more information on our church, Pastor Donovan, or service times, please visit our website at golifepoint.com.